This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Swansea has more McDonald's and clean sheets this season, so don't forget your Muck Nuggets are closer than you think with Muck Delivery. The only thing left to say is, you in? Order now in the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app are participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for further details. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome back to another episode of Swans Cast Podcast. Been a couple of weeks since the last one. Um, we, like we do, always try and say we do a weekly. But sometimes life gets in the way. I've been a little bit ill, so I wasn't sounding the best for an audio recording. But it's all good because, to be honest, there's not been an abundance of new stuff to talk about. It's kind of the same theme as the last couple. In that, Swans are not really going in the right direction at the moment, and pretty negative in this so we don't want to be too negative all the time so we'll talk about what we can uh today we're going to talk about a couple of results which aren't the best draw against Rotherham lost to Luton we'll probably talk a little bit more detail about this weekend's result which is the 3-1 loss at home to Middlesbrough uh look a little bit at the form and ask a couple of questions so the defense just still making a lot of silly mistakes the goalkeeper like however you want to consider it together uh Liam Cullen I think is worth asking a question about him because he seems to have a good goal-scoring record since he's come back into the team, but he can't seem to get on the starting sheet at the moment. Not really sure the reason there, so we'll discuss that. Um, big question. Maybe you could say the elephant in the room. Can we actually go down? And um, we want to finish it off by looking at a couple of players that are out of contract in the summer. Not Swans players. Players from across the championship who are out of contract. We could, we want, we want to have a scout. And I know it's very unlikely that we'll pick players that will end up signing for the Swans but we're going to have a look what names are on that list and see who we would like to fit into the team who can perhaps fit into some of the holes and fix some of the problems that have been a couple of years in the making at this point and really need addressing. Seems to be a lot of free talent out there so I don't see why we don't try and exploit as much as we can especially with the yeah. financial situation we're in. It's going to be our biggest summer as well isn't it I think. Well, we need a bit of a turnaround and rebuild, don't we? So, yeah, indeed. So, um, I thought it was quite funny though to mention a comment we had on our, on one of our last videos. <laughs> I know a lot of you get a mixed bag here yeah, with podcasts. You get the people who are like they they like the more personal touch, where we have a little bit of a catch up, we have a little bit of a chat of stuff. It's not necessarily football. We just get to perhaps know us a little bit more as people you're listening to speaking. Um, and people appreciate like a little bit of five minutes of talking about other stuff like 
get to know you sort of thing. But then you have other people who don't. So I got told that it's tedious travel at the start. Better to go straight in. I clocked out after three minutes. So apologies for that. But the reasons are because we're trying to make it a little bit more personal rather than just like, you know, it is a football podcast at the end of the day. We're talking about the Swans. Everyone knows that I was tuning in. But we'd like to have a little bit of a catch up beforehand as well. And I think we've had people in the past to appreciate that so we'll try and get a balance better going forward i guess is the is the way to go it's, uh, not, it's happening it's happening it's happening more as the the swan seems to be getting worse yeah well maybe so. we'll start talking like you know wales one that's positive and let's talk about the rugby instead <laughs> i'm not sure i was completely we're not getting the either, wooden but... spoon wow well, yeah we're still it is only if you lose all the games isn't it the wooden spoon knows who comes last that's well i think days. yeah I think I kind of say now, like, if you lose all the games, it's the, the wooden, wooden spoon. But I think you do kind of win the wooden spoon. You finish bottom, don't you? Mm, maybe. But, yeah, so we'll, I mean, it didn't look that convincing when I came in the last 10, 15 minutes. Like, they were trying to lose the game, it looked like, but I didn't imagine yeah, well, it didn't work. It played well in patches, but bloody hell. I think, like, I watched, the, uh, Italy left some tries out there. Yeah, there was one. They literally ran like length of the field and got stopped just short, or he knocked it on or something on the line in the end. Yeah, but, but I think the, like they the they did half. like did about five or six offloads in that move, and then literally the guy yeah. literally I can't remember who it was. We literally just had so to do stupid. one more. Yeah, was one more, and he was over. Yeah, he just had to pass the ball, didn't he? And he went down. Was and one more offload. Yeah. Or um, and I think that would have been about fifteen ten then if they scored that at the time. So different game. Yeah, mad. Um, Got over the line. Hey, wins, 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 and wins, wins. Sorry if any of you Swans fans are out there supporting England in the Six Nations, but I did take a little bit of joy from their result yesterday. Oh, France were absolutely outstanding. Oh, my God. Biggest so home good to defeat watch. for England at Twickenham ever. Oh, so good to watch. Yeah. Brilliant. 50 points. Love what was it? 50 what? 53-10 it was. Oh, yeah, that's... Can you imagine putting 53 points on England at Twickenham? I absolutely love to see that. But then seven, I wouldn't laugh tries, too was it? Yeah, seven I wouldn't tries. laugh too hard though, because uh, we play France away next oh, week, look, so. look, we know it. <laughs> look, they can go and batter us. We are shit at the moment. I'm just I'm out here saying it. But we are gonna be away, so at least we've got that. Yeah, true. It's not they might need points to win the championship though, so it could be an absolute bloodbath. Or maybe we stop them. Yeah, like they did to Probably us. Probably not. Pro, yeah, yeah, revenge. Re- revenge, yeah. I fancy it. <laughs> Other than that, I've been up to much since the last podcast. No, it's all quiet. It's all quiet for me at the moment. All quiet. Not much. But we do have wed- we do wedding have... planning. Yeah, next year. Trying the wedding plan for next year, yeah. That's fun. Looking at the fun, prices. Expensive. Yeah. You're going to be crying into your wallet. Yeah. Exciting times. <laughs> Good holiday though. I'm looking looking forward to the holiday. Yeah. It'd be nice to get away, wouldn't it? All of us. Um but we do have some good news. We did actually break five hundred subscribers on YouTube in the last week or two. So thank you very much for the continued support. And we did say that when we do break that mark, we will do a giveaway. So we were thinking of a swan's kit. Now maybe we'll do a vote. Because I don't know what the size range is going to be like right now. If we did a giveaway and someone was like, I want a medium, they might not have any. So we'll do a vote whether we do it now or maybe we do it at the start of the next season when the new kit's out. Might be a better time. Yeah, I think because people might be better. not have it and they might have this one already because it's probably already on sale, isn't it? 
probably like 75% off the way things are going at the moment. But uh, <laughs> but we'll do a vote on Twitter and I'll see what people are saying. And we'll sort something out anyway, because I did say we would do them when we get to 500. So thank you very much and really appreciate it. And if you haven't already subscribed, our next target will be 1,000, which will really help push and start opening things up for the channel for us to keep progressing. Um, if you have got a YouTube account or a Google account, you can link them together, click the big red button underneath Lee and subscribe. And that way you can keep up to date when we do release anything. Mainly we've been doing the podcast lately, but we will get back to doing some more other stuff like the match um, previews and stuff as well going forward. And we'll have some other ideas for the summer. So you can see all of our stuff. And of course, all of our podcasts also go to Spotify. So if you don't want to watch the video, you don't want to watch on YouTube, you can just listen to us in the car or, I don't know, while you're cooking in the kitchen or in the shower if you want maybe where do you listen to podcasts <laughs> in the gym <laughs> but yeah, yeah you can maybe. get us on spotify as well <laughs> i don't know if you want to listen to how bad the swans are doing in the gym or maybe you'll end up maybe actually maybe you'll be taking the frustration out in the right place who knows yeah maybe <laughs> anyway we'll actually get stuck into some of the football now so we'll talk briefly about the form and like a little bit more perhaps about middlesbrough but no wins to talk about still. The form is bleak. So we went from the Cardiff game. You probably had a couple of different iterations of the Swans form, depending on how you want to look at it and what sort of spin you want to put on it. But we've gone from what we think was our best part of the season, which ended in beating Cardiff at home. That was our best period of form. So the Cardiff win, there's been four wins in 21 league games and four wins in 23 games, if you include the two Bristol City Cup games. Um, that's poor, poor form, really. On 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 the face of it, isn't it? That's horrendous. I mean, it relegation form all over that. that. Yeah, it is. Well, it is relegation form. I think uh, we're only. Uh, I think I said yesterday. I think we're only where we are because, thank God, we've managed to get. We seem to be on. We seem to have been on like 40, 43 points for ages. <laughs> Well, we were um, on 40 odd points when we were challenging from the playoffs, and now we're like, what's that, 14 points away from the playoffs? A couple of weeks ago, we were, oh, we're only three points off still, and we haven't fallen out with the fight, even though we've been on a bad run. 14 points now, yeah. Well, it's still that is bad, though. From relegation. It's crazy, I know, but the way I, it's, yeah, but it's just the way that the, the championship season is going. I think it's that poor that, uh, you know. That we're still where we are because I think I said yesterday that the the bottom three currently Wigan, Blackpool, and Huddersfield they are so bad that I think we'll be okay. They are so poor because I think all three of them have only won one game in the new year. Like Wigan, Blackpool, and uh, and Huddersfield they've all won one game since uh, since the new year, yeah, and that's the only reason. Cost me in last man standing. Yeah, but that's the only reason that we are not uh, like proper sucked into a relegation fight is because they they are not picking up points. Because our yeah. form, we should be further down. Because that meant winning that many games is awful. But having said that, like we've already got more points than all the teams that went down last season. Um, I know, but it's like and and season is different. Before, and the season before, well, forty three yeah. was Wickham on forty three, so we would have been one more draw, and we're ahead of that. You know what I mean? So it's not like. The season before was a little bit better, actually. 48 and 47. Oh, actually, and, and Hull, 45. So if you go back two years, um, when we finished sixth in the playoffs, I think it was Steve Cooper's first year in 1920, um, 
all three teams in relegation have more points than what we currently have. Uh, go back 18-19. No, I mean, out of the last five years then, only one time the points tally we currently got wouldn't have been enough. So, on average, it's not that far out of where the bottom three normally is. Like, usually a couple of teams seem to fall away. But it doesn't make any excuses for, like, our form. I still... Uh, it's, it's we just we obviously were, did a decent God. enough job in the first half of the season to be kind yeah. of safe. And we're not safe. Thank God we aren't we're safe enough. mathematically, but ninety percent sure that we won't go down. We're going to talk more think, about that later. Well, no, we'll yeah. just talk about it now. We, we're already talking about it. Bring it forward. Yeah, I think I think we'll be. I think like we probably will be okay. Thank God we picked up points earlier in the season because I'll be seriously worried now with the with the way that we're playing. I can't see us. We we probably will, but I can't see us win another game with the way they're playing. <laughs> Mm. They, they need a the win play- to click out of this rut, do they? But like- yeah, they do. They desperately need a win. Yeah, but they won against Blackpool, didn't they? But like, only just. And a I win think Blackpool because of a red card. <laughs> yeah, and Blackpool probably deserved at least a point in that game, if not more. Um, and we got over the line, and he thought we were going to maybe pick up from there. We got a win over the board, but it's just like the performance is not changing at all, which is the worrying thing for me because some teams go through a run of bad form, and then you think. Ah, uh, you know, but we're not playing that bad. I mean, like earlier on in the season when we were conceding like late goals and stuff. Like I remember, like Sheffield United down here, they scored late. We were gutted. We were thinking, yeah, but they played so well, they didn't deserve to lose the game. We can't even say that anymore. The performances are so bad. I just can't see how we're going to get out of it because seems like players good, that, didn't it? like the first half of the season they really didn't play that bad. No, they didn't. They didn't. They were play. They just did play well at the beginning of the season. Forget how like. It's, it's so different now. I just it, yeah, but this is the, this the same is, team. But it's just this is the worrying thing for me because it seems like the players now have like switched off to me. Like the performance yesterday, I will come in more detail in the Middlesbrough game. But in in all of the recent games, they just seem to just seem to just give up in a way because they seem like if we go one nil down or if a team equalizes or something, we just completely out of the game. Then just out of it. <clears throat> In general, I think they played better against Luton away. They sort of come back into the game a bit. They had, a, you know, a chance, but just in, you know, in general terms, just performances are awful. Players seem to down tools, especially the back. And in terms of us trying to score goals, it's just not happening anymore. Where we used to be scoring a lot of goals, we're not. Yeah, even and the Joe defense Burrow's is goal yesterday was a bit like opportunistic. Yeah, it was a good finish, to be fair. But uh, that was yeah, the it was, it was be, a good finish, but I. Like, I know what you mean. It's not really? from creating all them chances, and oh, it's a good goal. Do you know what I mean? Like, Manning's had a shot, taken deflection, and he's poached, poached a good goal by sticking his leg out and sort of nipping it in. Um, yeah, I, which is I worry what his strikers doing. Don't get me wrong, but it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. I, um, I, I worried a bit because I thought I looked at like, um, like Huddersfield. They brought in Neil Warnock, didn't they? And Mick McCarthy came into Blackpool, and I thought they'll start picking up points. So we need to stop it, but they haven't. But that's the you, you think if if Blackpool and uh, I think we're gonna gonna go. I think we're gonna. I think the bottom three will go as they are now. But um, I just can't see Wigan even putting up a fight. But if Blackpool and Huddersfield have picked up some points, then 
I'd be re- we'd be really in a bad position now, really bad position, because I think that team, the squad, and the management would not would not be up for for the fight of a relegation. It's funny we thought we're Wigan like that when we couldn't beat them at home. They went two 0 up, didn't they? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I, like you can, there's there's no fight in that team now. I think, and just the way they could see it yesterday, as soon as they equalised the game, you knew the, knew the way the game was going. You could see it in the players, the body language and everything. It's just a sense of giving up. It's, just, oh, it's inevitable that we're going to lose these games now, um, which is really, really worrying. But I think, I don't think we will go down, but there's still a chance that we could because I was looking at it and I think like, there's 11, 11 points between us and the relegation zone. Um, and I think there's 10 games left. So there's 30 points to play for. Plus, we've got to play uh, three of the bottom four. We've got to play Cardiff away. We've got to play Wigan away. And we've got to play Huddersfield at home. So they are literally... Those four games, or three games, sorry, those three games are relegation six-pointers now. That's the position that we're in. Yeah. But and that, that is the position we're in. Got, you have got Rotherham, QPR and Birmingham still below us that are also not. Yeah, there's still traffic. Rotherham and Cardiff are perhaps picking up a bit, but Birmingham and QPR. QPR, we're talking about us and our bad form. Oh, yeah, QPR they, have had no, an like... even worse free fall than we have had because they were ahead of us in the yeah. playoffs. And they have literally, ah, uh, it's quite bad, isn't it? I, I'm, I mean, it's bad for us, but they've only yeah, three they, goals behind us in conceding as well. So they might overtake us. Yeah, like that. yeah, exactly. They sacked their manager, though, didn't they? Yeah, they free fell like that, and and they sacked their manager, and Gareth Ainsworth gone in there now, and they won on the weekend against Watford as well. Yeah, a good win. Watford, has, Watford have been a bit rubbish lately, and the they sacked their manager as well. Ah, oh, this joke Again. that is Watford, though. That's an absolute joke. I've read they're somebody like, the other day, they've had more managers in the last, like, three or four years or something than West Ham have had in their entire history. That's, what? A, that's a mental start, that is. What, three or four years? No way, three or four. I, I'll find out exactly what it was now, because I yeah, saw I it the other day. I think it was, like, 13 or 14, wasn't it? I think I saw something come up. 13 or, or maybe. 14 years. Since yeah, the guys yeah. take That would make over, more sense. Probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, that's a mental stat. Oh, right. Have West Ham had a couple of long-term managers? I think they tend to have long-term managers, don't they? Um, there was a couple in and out before Moyes has been there a while. Like even Moyes has done two stints, and he, but he's been there a while now. Yeah, yeah. But that—I that, thought that was a mental stat. But um, yeah, it's, it's frightening. It's frightening. I think uh, you know, especially like. Cardiff away. That's a mass, it's going to become a mass, it's going to become a huge Cardiff game. Picked up as well, haven't they? It's, um, they're worried about that. I fully do a win. But going back to the relegation question, I fully expect us to finish the way that we're going. Hopefully, they pick up a bit of form. But the way that they're going, we're going to finish in like the bottom five. Because I can see QPR yeah. going above us because the way that they're playing. Rather than maybe, and if win. we just keep losing games. Yeah, but one win is massive in this league, and we just can't no, even no, get no, that. But I just mean, like, the way they're playing, there was only one win. They've had, like, 10 million losses in a row before that. Yeah, so I know, but I... But they have a bit of a man, new manager bounce, won't they? Which they did on the weekend, they won. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I just it's a bit... Uh, yeah, a bit worrying for me. Um, <clears throat> I know you touched on the performance against Millersbury yesterday. I've seen a lot of people, and they say on the radio, especially the first half, the performance did seem a lot better again. But um, you're saying that it did seem the down tools and the body language is poor. 
Yeah, I think like the first half they played well and they went one 0 up and they did. They seemed like they were like, Middlesbrough looked good, man. They got to be. I got to say that as well. Middlesbrough looked like a team. They're gonna. Yeah. They're gonna beat Sheffield United. Set I think they might sneak into that second, and they they looked really good yesterday. So I thought when we were when we went one 0 up and it was a bit a bit of fortune. And we went, I thought we were playing well. I thought we were like matching them. You know, they. I think they've only lost like three games in like basically the reverse form of us. Middlesbrough, they're on fire with uh, since Carrick has gone in there. So I thought it was quite positive. We looked, played well. Um, and then Fulton had that goal disallowed for 2 0, didn't they? Which would have changed the games. And I think that was, that was tight. I think it was tight. Um, I think it was probably just offside. In the highlights, because it's like in the corner, it? Yeah, I know. I think it was probably just offside. I think if I had to, if I had to put my neck out, but it was tight anyway. But you know, if they, that goes in and we go two 0 up, it's a different game. But then when that equaliser went in, and it was one all, it was game over. That equaliser yeah. reminds me of playing FIFA. <laughs> he tries to play a ball, doesn't he? And he like plays a one-two off Soranola's leg by accident, and it just falls to him. Yeah, I think we should have defended it better, though. I don't think we are completely not to blame, but he had an element of luck to get that opportunity. To it shoot. was lucky, but it came from our own corner, didn't it? Yeah, and they were trying to play offside and quite slow to. They react. were in their own, and they were in their own half. Like we should never have conceded from our own corner like that, and then got just yeah. But we completely that's the second back. time in like three games because we conceded from our own corner against uh, someone our own the other day. Stoke, was it? Yeah, maybe Stoke. The third goal. Yeah, it was Stoke. The third yeah. goal. Yeah, it's not like I... the first time it's happened recently. That was that. You, yeah, you but that was that. Stand that more because you're pushing up to like exactly. Yeah, I was going to say like, push up. Still a thing in it. It's still on the counter from a corner. But we said it since day one with Russell Martin. Most of our opportunities conceded come from the transition between losing the ball in attack to go to defence. And he just yeah, has well, never got that right. No, he hasn't. He, he spoke again after the game about, oh, we need to manage games better. <laughs> we know this. Like, you know, 1-0 up. Why are you getting caught out like that 1-0 up against Middlesbrough, third in the league? Absolutely. Why are you getting caught out like that? One of the quickest front lines in the league as well. Should um, never be caught out like that one nil up. It should be a bit safer there. Bloody hell! I, yeah, I don't know. And then, but then my issue, like, really, really worried me yesterday was that as soon as that goal went in, you just, you just knew, you knew what was coming. There was no like, like, let's get back into this game. You could see the players were down. The, you know, it. We talk about Latibodia's tackle for the penalty. It's just signs of just like. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a sec because he's a. Um, did Ollie Cooper go off injured? Like, how long is he going to be out for? Oh, I'm not sure. Because that's why in Cham come on, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, you want to talk about him for a second goal as well. He came out, went off right at the start of the second half, wasn't it? Yeah, half time. Oh, yeah. it was half time. Yeah, they made the change after. Sorry, it's just 46 minutes on you. Um, yeah, I apparently he's injured. Man was releasing an update today, but didn't manage to read it before he came on. Hopefully, he's not out for a while because there's a bit of trouble um and i mean pass and coming back in that's a conversation we should have actually in a bit but um i just cham for that second goal trying to play offside in the box just leaves him head of the ball in he just watches him head of the ball in the goal that's what the hell is he doing like i don't understand how we can how can you watch that cross come in when you've been marking him he's followed him around the box like for quite a while and then he thinks he's offside, so he just stands there and watches him at the ball. In. It's so poor. 
I swear you could see. Uh, if you, I watched the highlights back, and you can, uh, like, Trundle was in commentary, and he's literally he's livid. You can just see he's just like, what is he doing? Can you see uh, my green screen? But uh, you can see like a little teddy bear on the floor. It's like, it's like my son's Bing coming. Oh yeah, I can see camera. it. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, it's quite scary, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a little bit scary. Yeah. It's a bit freaky. <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah. Trundle's going nuts. At, um, yeah, and could... and the the other one, the Labodia one. Like, I don't know what Encham's doing for that. That's poor. But again, set pieces, or like, it was a set piece, wasn't it? It was an extended corner routine, I think. Yeah. Um. Or either way, it was like something, and they were down all in the box for whatever reason it was, and then the the penalty. I, why is he even on the left anyway? On the left of the back three, he plays on the right. Yeah, he plays right back all the time. You think he put him on the right of the back three? I don't know. Fucking no excuse for that tackle either. But like, it goes in from behind to just like scissors him down. I don't understand. What's he trying to do? Yeah, it was awful. Why do you even consider that tackle in the box? Yeah, but that exactly. That's what I mean, though. I think that's the worrying thing. Is that it's just like just seems pure, just like, ah, oh, screw it. Like, that just seems to be the attitude at the moment. You know, in Cham, just like, yeah, oh, I think he's offside. Lad Bodhi is just like, yeah, okay, I'll just dive in here and see what happens. Crazy, absolutely crazy. But um, I saw him get absolutely slayed. I mean, he's out of contract in the summer, isn't he? I, I felt sorry for the guy a little bit, playing out of position a lot, but like, I don't know if he is good enough, you know? I don't think he is. He's 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 like a consistent okay performer, but if you build a strong championship team, he's never going to be a starter. No, I haven't seen anything. And he hasn't been he before Martin, and he wasn't at the start of Martin's regime. He only now starts a lot because he works hard, and Martin's managed to mould him into a right back because we don't have anyone, and he likes him yeah. because he works hard and applies himself well. And fair play, that's good and a good attitude to have. But it's probably not going to make you progress up the league. No, it's not. He's good. He's good as cover. He's a good sort of utility player to have on the bench, and that's as far as I see him being, to be honest. And I think, but but again, like going back to Russell Martin, I think his loyalty in him is that is his downfall because why he continued to play him a right back for so long and mould him into a right-back, and play him all the time now, like playing him left, centre-back, like putting him in everywhere. Um, yeah. I think it's a downfall, because he's not good enough. I saw people saying about... There's a lot of people on Twitter asking why Norton's not getting a look in, um, which is funny, because when he's being poor, they all want him out of the team. Now we haven't been in the team for like three months. They're like, oh, why is Norton not getting a look in? <laughs> I yeah. agree, though. I, I like... The reason he was brought in in the first place under Martin, where he became like the stable centre of the three, was for his experience and ball playing yeah. capabilities. Yeah. And I understand why he wanted to phase him out to try and get the youngsters in, but then it hasn't worked. Our defence is an, it's probably the worst it's been since we've been in the championship after we got relegated. And yeah. he haven't brought him back. And this week, he's not even on the bench, which I thought was interesting. Obviously, Darlin's there. As the the one defender they've decided to take, so basically Patterson has come back into the fold, and Norton's been the one that's dropped off the bench essentially. Um, yeah. I he's not he's he's it doesn't look like he's signing a new contract in the summer. Um, I do believe it's not a case of him not 
like that about their man in having wanted to sign and they've been offered one. He hasn't been offered, but it's different than he's old days, like 34, probably near the end of his career. I'm not sure if he'll retire or not, but it's not the same as those those two who are like saying no to the deals. Um, so obviously, perhaps it's like the club knows he's going and Martin's just like not using him because can't future plan with him. I don't know. So people saying this is suit his agenda to say, well, I got the youngest team. I got young defense. They can they make mistakes because they're young. Um, I don't know Maybe. if he'd pick a team to preempt an excuse, to be honest. But I would like if you if you're in this dire situation where you've got four wins in 21 games, you've got the worst defense in the league at the moment. Why would you not try him? You made enough changes yeah, and you've rotated them enough times. Why has he not come? He's played one or two games where he started right back, I think, when Soranola was apparently out of flavour. But um, and Latibody got injured, didn't he? But uh, I don't know why he hasn't come back in. Like he had a couple of games, didn't he, before the World Cup where he made a couple of mistakes. But we were saying he's probably because he's playing and like midweek weekend, midweek weekend, and he hasn't got the legs anymore. Yeah, just not managing it properly. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think like you got you got to do anything now to stop this rot, haven't you? Yeah. Whether it's bringing Carl Norton back in to play with some of the the younger players, so he says at the back, and you know, put him right back just for experience, just to stop conceding so many goals. Thinking about he's been it, there yeah. and done it. Put him in right back. You know, maybe <clears> play <throat> a little bit deeper or you know he can't he hasn't got the legs to run up and down or like you said even if you play him it's in the middle it's not that bad though he's not like no no it's I not like, not like Ryan Bennett is he no no what I was just saying just, you know why wouldn't you put him in there to um, to just make sure you know just stop conceding goals like that's still something that's not been addressed like you don't see any changes in the way that we defend week in week out and I think that's just poor the way he we concede goals as well he did it earlier in the season when he brought Bender in and he started like Stopping playing the ball short from goal kicks. Why didn't you do that again? I don't know. It worked then. All it all it did was give them a bit more confidence that they were immediately going to be under a pressure situation where they got to panic and try and keep the ball. And that seems yep. to then everything comes from that. And yep. that's probably why they're always like down and panicked and not calm, making mistakes then because they're overthinking. I think it's all linked a little bit. So you need to ease ease the pressure for a couple of games off the back line. I don't know. We haven't got the players up top either to keep the ball, though, have we, from a long ball. So, um, But yeah, with the Norton thing, it's quite similar. I know Bennett got absolutely hounded after a couple of games last year because it was a little bit different because everyone was like, oh, Russell Martin wants to play passing football. Ryan Bennett can't play passing football. Oh, look at him. He's making mistakes. Oh, look at that stupid penalty he's given away because he's this, that, the other. Um, I'd imagine if he was here now, they wouldn't be saying so because Martin isn't as popular overall. People wouldn't perhaps be hounding Bennett so much, maybe. But um, this, the Norton situation is quite similar, isn't it? All of a sudden, he's disappeared from the team. And we know he's out of contract in the summer. Although Bennett wasn't yeah. even out of contract last summer, was he? He had another year. Yeah. I think he's gone now, isn't he? But um... Yeah. More about Manning as well. He's out of contract, playing every week. Yeah. I think it's probably because you're only because we haven't got any other not... option. Yeah. And the age, perhaps. But then. Like I said, the difference between Norton and Manning, Norton hasn't been offered a deal. Manning has. Yeah. And Manning didn't want a pay cut, which I yeah. understand, I guess. But um, that's that's the difference there, isn't it? So, 
um, maybe not, and I've got annoyed. And he's like, why? Look, you're not even playing well. How can you justify not playing me? Yeah. I'm one of the most experienced players here, if not the most experienced player in the team. And I can't get on a pitch, even though we can't win a game to save our lives. And we can't keep a clean sheet to save our lives. I agree. Yeah, it's just weird. yeah, baffling. Weird one. But this is this is this is this is the this is the worrying thing though, because nothing changes. Like when we were talking before the podcast, we were like, you know, what well, what can you continue to say? It's this literally nothing changes. They don't play better. They don't play different. They're not doing anything different, and that's the worrying thing because it's just the same thing every week. We try and keep the ball. We pass for passing sake. Maybe Perot gets on the end of a chance and scores. Other than that, we get caught out on the break when we lose the ball and nothing changes week in, week out. Yeah. I he doesn't try anybody different. Like, our goals recently, how many of them are like good team goals? Because that's the way we're trying to play, really. Yeah. There is one or two, but most of them. Like even Cullen's goals, you know, the ones that he scored recently, like a few of them were like it hit the post and then he's tapped it in. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, that's yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't matter how it goes in the back of the net. What I'm saying is Martin's game plan is built on passing football through the opposition to get these good team goals, essentially. He doesn't want people shooting from all these places, you know. And I know a lot of people will disagree with that and say just you should take more shots. And yeah, I think that that is correct. But Martin's game plan isn't that. And I'm just curious how many of our goals in the last, like, was in this run of form we're talking about actually fit the criteria of the goals we're trying to score? Yeah. Like the one that Perot scored the other day doesn't. It was a good goal. It was a good poacher's finish. But that's that's not the sort of goal that Martin wants, is it? Like, he wants passing football into Perot, he scored. Not like Ryan Manning takes a shot, it deflected, and he sticks his leg out and puts it in. Yeah. We're not going to complain about it, but we're not. We're trying to play this way of football to get this certain type of goal in it, but it's just not to get this certain type of opportunity. Not like, um, which is which is why you hear the fans like shouting "shoot from outside the box" because it don't happen that much. Yeah, but, but then it just, it does. Yeah, you... you get these chances. So like, it's just. But then you, this is what I mean. But people are probably—I know it's stupid sometimes. People are just saying shoot from everywhere sometimes. But I think it's just the crying out for them to just do something different. It's yeah, just... yeah. Like uh, most of the time when they shout shoot, it's it's not a relevant time. Sometimes yeah. it is. A lot of time it isn't. But the reason they're doing it is because the amount of times where there is an opportunity to shoot and it isn't taken. Yeah. And that is a lot. That is a lot of times. Um, oh, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm just curious, like. This this tick attacker passing football. How many goals that we actually score are that type of goal? I don't think it's that many. No, it's not. We think about when we used to though, like and patches under Martin. We've scored some brilliant goals and yeah, then yeah, just it's recently gone. it's not happening, you know. And it's gone. I guess stick to your morals, but like yeah, but teams, you, know, te- you know we need teams to find you out, summer, don't they? So like adjust while we're not there. Teams teams find you out. Like obviously we've had good good spells and teams know how to play against us now and nothing now just nothing's changed. So it's just the same in week up teams know exactly how to play against us. Like we are not footballing experts, but people teams will come down and you just know sit in, wait for us to pass the ball around, have two fast front men, um, 
and play on the break because we'll make a mistake. Yeah. And we can't do anything to break good defences <laughs> down and then score from set pieces or on the break. Job done. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, I don't know. It's frustrating at the moment. It's really, it's really demoralising at the moment. I've, it's it's re- it is really hard at the moment because normally with a bad run of form and you think, right, we're here, but I can, you know, we're playing okay, a win is going to come. And I can't see where the win is going to come from. It's just such a bad feeling at the moment. For the summer already, like I'm done. Yeah, the season's season. over. Not bothered. Uh, but Alan Curtis was talking the other day when he's saying, like, he doesn't think, basically he was saying the owners feel responsible for letting Martin down. So I don't think they're going to sack him. I don't, yeah, I don't think, I don't think they should sack him. I think we, No, I'm not this... saying they should, but a lot of people are ready. No, no, that. no. Um, yeah, I know, I know. I just yeah. find it interesting because they are saying, oh, we feel like we've let him down. And they're just like, oh, well, that's the reasons that we're playing like this. But um, and you could say it's taking accountability, but it's not the right form of accountability. What are you actually doing about it? Like, are you actually going to back him? Say something in it, basically, is what I'm, what I'm saying. Like, show action, not just, yeah. well, uh, we know we let him down. It's like, it's just so bad at the moment. But uh, So like, I can't imagine for those listening who are ready for Martin to be gone, I don't think it's coming, personally. Because you can't get um, this bad, and then, it, oh yeah, we are going to sack him now. I think, um, I in any in any other club in the world, n- nobody would have got to this position with this many wins and that many games. I think they would have been gone. Um, I think there is, like a lot of people saying, there is the Martin in people who are saying, like, you can't blame him, it's, it's from above. I think both things are true. I think it is that. But also, it's a combination. Martin can't use that as his get out of jail card all the time. It's a co- no, it's a combination of things. I, I totally agree with you there. Like, like I, like I said, I don't think. Well, I can't say he shouldn't be sacked because the results warrants anyone getting sacked. I think that's On fair paper, to say. He should be sacked. Yeah. There's yeah. Exactly. Who've lost their jobs exactly. for far less. Exactly. Exactly. But uh, I think Francesco Guidolin. <laughs> yeah, the fact that. Uh, I think the Just fact saying. that they didn't back him in the January transfer uh, window has saved him, and I think that like past results, doing the double, has maybe saved I don't, him as well. I don't necessarily think we would be in this bad run of form if he if they had backed him because I think you said it with the body language and loss in the dressing room. A lot of that's come from his response to not having the backing where he yeah, exactly. lost the plot. So that's yeah, exactly. But that's pitch. but we touched we touched on that didn't we after the transfer window? Yeah. He's just been in. A sulk, and it's just transferred onto the pitch, and that's still my head. And the defensive problems have been there before the transfer window. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I, it's a combination of both. The, the thing that bugs me though is people are saying like outright, like blindly supporting, saying, "Oh, Russell Martin, you can't blame him at all. Like he's had such a hard time. Like, no, he's culpable for some of these performances. It's absolutely horrific." Like, I know the owners are what the owners are. Fair enough. We know that. They didn't back him in January. That's poor. But I still just can't get my head around, like, everyone just saying, like, no, n- nothing to do with Russell Martin at all. All the owners' fault. No bother. You know, I just I, I, I just don't see it. Because sometimes I'm watching the game and I'm just thinking, this is so bad to watch. Yeah. And people are saying, like, oh, our, our squad is, like, is, is really poor. I don't it's think it thin. is that poor. It's, it's thin. thin. Exactly. It's not poor, it's thin. We haven't got a lot of we haven't since all those loan players went back in January, we haven't got um enough cover 
we haven't got that. That's fair. We haven't got enough cover. We haven't got enough bodies. But I think our squad. I think most championship teams would kill to have Alan Fulton and Grimes in the middle and Perot and yeah. Cooper being a young sort of player who's starting to come into his own. Um, you've got Cabango as a Welsh international. People, you know, Manning. has been very good in the past. Manning's arguably the best, one of the best fullbacks in the league. So I don't yeah. think we should be playing as poor as we are. Well, Rangers wanted Whitaker, and we're not starting him half time. So yeah, so I just think it's a combination of both. Not the the owners with with, with obviously what they did in January, and Russell yeah. Martin is just he's not performing. He's not performing well, and I think it's just not with, beyond criticism. The squad, the first team squad is good, right? It's a thin squad. The problem is with a thin squad is when it gets stale. Even if it's a good squad, yeah. you can't change it. That's the problem. So that's the main problem on the thin squad. So, like, you know, this team has had a really good first half of the season. Now you want to maybe freshen it up. We haven't got the options to freshen it up. Like, you've got some people there. You've got a charm on the bench. Like, but it's just you can't trust him to start. So, like, no, it's yeah, it's tricky. So that's the issue he's having. He, he can't find a way to change what's out there right now. It's uh, a good I, team. I, but no, I'm but I think he needs to as well. Like he has, yeah, has but like, to work with, isn't it? At the end I know the he's got. He hasn't got. He hasn't got great options. I know that he hasn't got great options. But then you look at like, like Cullen doesn't get on the pitch with three one down. Yeah, well, that's what my next point was. And then Cullen. we've got like Congreve, who looked quite good at the beginning of the season. He had one bad game and he's been binned out. Like, can they bring him on? Like, yeah. even if we're like two one down when you're chasing the goal, because he is quite direct. Could you bring him on just to bring a bit of energy and colour? Here's one. I would rather, right? So they brought they brought Jamie Patterson back into the fold. Yeah, now, tot- they? I totally on. agree. I would rather have Congreve have had that position yeah. on the bench and brought him on, trying to develop yeah. him. He actually totally probably wants that. to be here and play for the club and develop his yeah. game and do better. But you got Patterson come. Why is he back on the bench now? Because you have to because you don't go anyone else. That's probably why. Are you paying him? And you've probably been told like, oh well, means we use him because we're paying his wages still. Like, what is going on there? Can we have some clarity of like? Who who's why was he not you for the last couple of months? Was it him or was it we were trying to sell him? If we were trying to sell him and it was us, maybe we can get behind the fact he's coming back into the team. Yeah. If it was him kicking his toys up the pram again, or like trying to force a move away for the second January in a row. Yeah. Don't why are you trying to bring him back into the team? Yeah, because inevitably he's gonna go anyway at some point. Just if we're just He's not going to perform wonders if he's that desperate to leave. Bring Congreve on instead. Try and maybe he will have a moment of magic with a bit of raw talent, you know? Uh, yeah, but this is what I mean. Like, you know, if you brought Whitaker back, great. Like, you know, we need to change, we need to try different things. Like, play play Whitaker and Cullen up top and Perot behind them. Oh, try it. I think, try something why, different. Why don't they try Whitaker in the attacking central attacking midfield role that he was asking to play in? It, yeah, but he doesn't do anything. Well, he was excelling at Plymouth, and now he's crap again. <laughs> but this is this this is where it comes down to uh, the Russell Martin there because it's like we're losing all these games and nothing changes. There's nothing even that gets you talking anymore. The only thing that gets you talking now is obviously like you look at the team sheet recently and it's like, oh, Patterson's back on the bench. It's like, oh, Patterson's on the bench. That's uh, yeah, that's that's a mad one, you know. <laughs> and then like. Grimes was injured only against Luton and he wasn't in the squad. I was like, oh, Grimes is not playing. There's never like, oh, God, he's got Cullen, Whitaker and Perot on the field. He's trying something different. Let's see what this Let's see what this is. Oh, it looks like he might go to a back four today. And, you know, 
maybe he's pushing someone else a bit forward. Maybe someone else is, you know, he's not trying anything different. Yeah. Uh, okay, quickly then. So I wanted to say, just to flip the coin the other side, because we've all we've been quite down on Martin, right? Oh, there is a little bit of credit, I feel, maybe we could give, right? So the Luton and the Middlesbrough game, just these two. Luton away, we lost 1-0. And the 1-0 goal was just because our goalkeeper dropped the ball for a tap-in, yeah, right? So if take that away. I'm not, we know what happened. I'm not going to go into Fisher. Take that away, and it's nil nil. That's a good point away, Luton. Had, yeah. had Fisher not made this mistake, yeah. Um, they are literally like, what are they, fourth in the league now? Yeah, fourth in the league behind Millsborough, right? We, it's a tough little bit of a run of games here. We've got Luton, Millsborough, and yeah. Millwall next, who are sixth. So they're in the playoffs too. Um, yeah. I did not expect anything out of the Millsborough game. They are high flying at the moment. And we went ahead, and by all accounts, first half did look better from what we've seen in recent weeks. Maybe the ads dropped when they conceded. I know that's still a problem. Um, but the, I have seen on Twitter some people saying the performance, they were not frustrated with it because it was against Millsborough, who were so high-flying. So Millwall's going to be hard as well, don't get me wrong. They're in sixth. But like if they can continue their better performance in some of the other, other games that are upcoming, we need to see a result out of it. But like I said, the Luton... You could argue should have been a point there if it won for that st- stupid oh, well, mistake, you know. Well, even with the one nil, I think I think the Cullen goal might have been onside. It yeah. looks tight, but I think he was onside, and it was a good finish from him as well. It would have been good confidence for him. Yeah, well, um, I mean, would he have started the next game though? Well, I don't know, but still, like I I do, I don't know what you're saying. Like sometimes things go your way, you get a win or you get a point. You know, it it, it would look different. I just just wanted to point out that they. Perhaps they did improve a little bit. You know, they've gone away to Luton, and that's not an easy game. They're fourth in the league, and no. other than a stupid goalkeeper error, they would have come away with a nil-nil. And you would say, if that was a result coming away from that game, people probably would have been like, "Okay, that's better." Clean sheet for a start. Yeah. When was the last time we had that? So, yeah. I know it didn't happen, but um, the reason it didn't happen was a stupid mistake. So, I'm just yeah. just trying to point that out because I think we've been a little bit gone in on that in a bit. So, it's good to point out the stuff that. You know, yeah, sort of and I, 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 I do, I, I do go in on him probably more than other people, but it's just like, and I, and I, I don't want him at the moment. I don't want him to be sacked. I think, um, you stick with it for now. Um, we got a big summer ahead, uh, but I think he's on very thin ice. I think because yeah. if he gets backed in the summer, um, and then it starts poor next season, I think well, that's it because. Um, I'm not seeing any improvement. I know, again, come back to the owners, whatever. We haven't got the back in. But I need to see someone on the pitch. I need to see a better performance. Otherwise, I can't I can't defend him. Okay, let's have a look at this list then, right, to finish off, because I think we've only got about five minutes left. So um, going into the summer, we need a big rebuild. And I just thought it would be interesting to try and pick some names out. Like, they don't have to be necessarily realistic. Maybe you could argue... Most of the players in the championship, we should be able to go and offer a contract and see what happens, right? A lot of them probably looking upwards, but I, I understand that. They're not all yeah. going to come here. But let's have a bit of fun. The only one I'm going to say, let's disregard, is Ben Berenton and Diaz. Yeah, we know he's not going to come. He's, a, he's out of contract in the summer. Um, one interesting one that immediately stands out is Ollie McBurney. Would you take him back? Oh, yeah, I'd have him back, yeah. Yeah, same. I'd have him back. I would take him back, yeah. I think... Uh... Oh, is that is that a replacement of Perot though, or can we have both? 
these are free transfers. We're not on the bows leaving today. We're just gonna. Well, oh, yeah, well, uh, yeah, I would, I would definitely have him here. Okay, have we got anyone that you've had a look on the on the list that stands up? For you? Uh, yeah, I, well, some of the some of the big standouts, like you said, like Diaz, is a big big standout, but that's never going to happen. Um, uh, there's some good, there's some good players in there, like you said, like Bradley Dack earlier. Yeah, Bradley um, Dack's on there. I, he is, I a, bit, he is a bit injury prone, isn't he? But I think he's a good championship player. That's fine. You can rotate with Liam Walsh. Like one of them could be injured. And Joe Allen. Yeah, they can be three injured. of them. Three of yeah. them could rotate. One Allen's of them injured, could be injured at a time. Yeah. Um, we got Trey De Silva from Bristol City. I think we, we need yeah. a left back. We're not going to have any when Ryan Manning leaves. We like a free transfer from Bristol. There's two <laughs> options, actually. There's him. Um, actually, there's there's a couple. They got Zach Viner, a centre back, but oh, maybe we do need to bolster our defence. Uh, who was the third one? We had a look earlier. Carlas was it? Thomas Carlas. I think he was on you. Yeah. I take lovely him. Lovely loading screen. Um, well, we could do with um, defensive bolst- bolsters anyway. Thomas Carlas, yes, centre back there. Um, He's he's another one that's an option. Quite a few from Sheffield. Cooley Bally. Yeah, they got loads out of contract, eh? Centre midfielder. I don't think we really need to bolster centre midfield, though. Perhaps a little bit of a waste. What do yeah. you think? Yeah. Well, I think, like, um, well, is it, to be fair, like we were saying about players you could try, you haven't seen Walsh play much since uh, he's come back from injury. Yeah, but, but that's um, the position you don't want. No, I know, but if, if Walsh like was to go, then. That would be a good like, yeah. replacement if you could get yeah, someone yeah, else yeah. in. Because Alan's not going to play. John Fleck. Yeah, but good, good chat, good solid championship players. Though that's probably what we are. Well, we're not in midfield, but um, you do. We Attack do need some more of like okay good. If they were a bit, a bit of pace, like um, Ryan Nyambe, right back from Wigan. He was at Blackburn before. I would take him. I think he'd be a good option. He's only twenty-five as well. Yeah. Two good fullbacks we want, two good fullbacks and a and a and a just a good defender, uh, you know, just a, just a someone solid at the back. You just need a bit of presence at the back at the moment just to stop stop conceding goals. But um, a bit of pace up front, I want a bit of pace up front. Definitely need a bit of pace up front. Like as good as Perot is, he hasn't got pace, has he? No. Not but that's why him and Obafemi complement each other quite well, don't they? Because uh, Obafemi at the pace. Who's Obafemi? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Oh, ben Wood. Ben Woodburn. How? Would we take yeah. him? Yeah. How's he getting on a Preston? I'm not sure to be it's honest. I definitely take him. Twenty-three. Oh, the one we were linked in the, in the January, Ashley Barnes. He's a free transfer in the summer. I wouldn't be surprised if that if they were linked with him in January. Are they exploring that? I don't know. 33 though yeah i know but but again like you know someone to bring off the bench the 33 who just knows how to score goals you got like billy sharp i think is out of contract as well but he's i think he's probably even older but again no like knows yeah but like some maybe not someone a 36 but just someone who knows where the back of the net is like an ashley buttons you can bring on off the bench for 10 minutes 15 minutes 20 minutes at the end and they'll get you a goal even if it's like you know off their ass and in. It's just like they know where one. the net is. Got another one for you. Kyle Bartley. Oh, God. Yeah. 31 years old now. 
probably take him. Minutes, probably take him at the moment at the back. Yeah. Corner Wickham. He, well, he went to Cardiff, didn't he? Now nah, he's off. He can't have him. No. Nah, can't have that. He's crap. He's crap. Nah, eh? Rubbish. Rubbish. Um, a few left backs on you. Callum Elder from uh, Hull. I don't know. Well, he's probably not. Probably. I don't know. Backup. Maybe we need a. We need a good first choice. Like solid. If Manning's leaving to replace that hole. Yeah, well, I need someone that can play 46 games. <laughs> what about a 32-year-old Sam Klukas? Oh, God, can you imagine? There's absolutely no way in hell that's happening. <laughs> Glad you're linked to him. Oh, my God. The American uh, owners would be like, oh, look at this Sam Klukas player scores against us a lot. Should we try and buy him? <laughs> oh, they, might, they, probably, they, were, they were there when we bought him. Probably, probably spend actually. another 10 million to bring him back. <laughs> How much did he cost the first time? 15? Oh, uh, yeah, it was like 16, wasn't it? 17. I go further down the list now whether the like the values are falling of these players, they're all quite old or like not so much around the first teams of these clubs. There's a couple of goalkeepers on here. Ben Amos. Do we need like is in theory we don't need a goalkeeper with Bender and Fisher, but like people want Fisher not there. <laughs> are they actually gonna get rid of him? I think I think it was okay when Bender was not obviously not injured. I think like Bender and Fisher is probably right, like Fisher to come to come in and play like cup games and stuff, or come in if there's a little injury. But like Bender was all right that time he came back. I think it was only he had a bad game against like Burnley at home, and he probably should have done better with goals. But I think like since he came back in the team, he was brilliant. So I think he'll be number one again next year. Yeah. So left back, Luke Garber. He used to play for Everton, didn't he? He's uh, on yeah. he's at Blackpool now and he's going to be free. And if they look like they're going down. Yeah, we desperately need fullbacks. He's, he's oh, 29 and he's, he's one that's like probably not out of the, you know, we could afford him easy, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Billy Sharp is on you, by the way. So that's a... Uh, that's another one. I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of players on here. I don't know how many... Oh, it's Sondergaard, the keeper that we've got at the moment. Yeah. Out of contract in the summer. For us, isn't he? But I don't know if he, he wasn't alone. We didn't get him on loan, did we? No, no, it was free, wasn't it? He was out of contract when he was a free agent. So I think we just signed him in for cover till the end of the year. I'm surprised. I'm surprised he didn't play, thing. actually. I thought he might have been dropped I after. I thought Fisher might have been dropped after. Uh, but how good is Luton this guy? Game. He's only ever played under twenty ones. Yeah, it was literally uh, just to get someone in as cover, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, I've, I've had a quick scuff to the list. I'm gonna have to shoot in a second, so we'll we'll end it there. Um, I wonder if we do. We probably. I mean, we'd like a free transfer. I wouldn't be surprised to see somebody come in. Be interesting to see if we picked any names out there. That there is. There's a lot of other ones on there. Don't get me wrong. I was trying to keep it a bit like focused but um yeah there'll probably be one out of the blue that we're like what the hell <laughs> okay yeah, there's plenty of free transfers yeah, right. these days seems to be yeah right but uh any final thoughts before we finish then oh please can we just have a win and a good performance as to you know, just before the international break yeah let's hope millwall is tricky in it so we would normally play quite well away at millwall yeah, they're the playoffs, don't they? We've had a yeah, good, hard. we've had a good record at Millwall in the last couple of years. So, well, we got Bristol City at home as well on the weekend. So, 
that would be nice if we can win that one, especially. Yeah, that'd be a good one to win at all. Yeah, be a good one. Okay, on that note, thank you everyone, as always, for listening. If you got this far, don't forget to hit the subscribe button underneath Lee. And um, yeah, I guess we'll catch up with you next time. Hopefully, I say this every time, hopefully we'll be talking about something a little bit more positive and a win. But yeah, we will catch you again next time. Thank you very much. I'll see you soon. Sports Social Podcast Network. The match has just finished and you're on your way home. What better way to celebrate that 90th minute winner than a McNugget share box and a few tips with your mates? You channel your inner Ronald as you race to beat the muck delivery home, just making it an injury time. Ordering muck delivery is easy on the McDonald's app. You in? Our participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and term supply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.